and welcome back to our podcast. This is Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen Booth. <laughs> our Uncle Booth. Whatever you feel like calling him. I do not talk like that. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. We have some spooky stories to tell you guys today. This is our 17th episode. I hope y'all like the old Wendigo special. Yeah. Um, we did do, like, if you guys haven't noticed, that'll be a two-parter. So Yes. And I've been putting some stuff on Patreon, too. We're going to start putting some, like, extra stuff on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Just for the Patreon guys. So come on over. Join the club. Yeah, it's awesome. So, um, as always, we're going to keep our intro short and do our outros long and sweet. <laughs> So if you want your shout outs and everything in we'll our info, just listen for the end. Okay, so let's get started. <coughs> <laughs> Did you hear that come out? Let's get started. <laughs> okay. From New York. <laughs> so, um, Dad, why don't you kick it off? What are you going to do? Okay, my stories today are the Colorado Riverdale Road and the Delaware Mr. Chu. And then Hawaii, the night marchers. The night marchers. Yeah, they're like little people. It's their version of leprechauns. Leprechauns? Uh, yeah. Is it a rainbow? Not in a pot of gold? Okay. <laughs> Is that the Colorado, <laughs> uh, excuse me, Riverdale, Riverdale Road. Excuse me. Mm, Should have slammed that uh, Coke. Located in Thornton, Colorado, and is a mile stretch of road that was numer that has numerous ghost stories and legends. They say the road is cursed, and everything around it, it is around it is. Some people have been there and will not go back, but. People haven't seen or felt nothing. That's weird, though. They said some people, they just... it. It's not that they see something or hear something. It's just how the place makes you feel. Oh, okay, yeah. That's why they won't go back. They didn't see anything. It's just how it makes you feel. Yeah. Well, one of the legends is there was the... There was a house built by the road, and the man that lived there got... Uh, the heck did I write? Oh, possessed <laughs> by the devil. I was like, what? Anyways, he built the house there and was living there and he got possessed by the devil and he killed his family and burnt the house down and then killed himself. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's a, a doozy. <laughs> yeah. The gates of the home are, are the gates of the home are said to be one of the uh, gates to hell and other reports say uh, dead animals have been left there at the gates by a satanic cult. They believe. Uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> so I say we go visit this place. This place. We'll take. We'll drop off Stephanie. No, we'll leave you no. there. Oh, no. You're gonna be the. Hey, this is your podcast. You're we'll leave you. You're the oldest. <laughs> uh, anyways. They say it, you know, for satanic use, 
cults and stuff. A lot of these stories go back a hundred years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. <laughs> Native Americans say the uh, shifters. The have, shape shifters. Did they just say? Oh yeah, shape shifters. <laughs> I was like, Could you say? <laughs> the shape shifters <clears throat> have been seen too. Some people have seen them uh, change from animals into humans. Remember the Wendigo story? Some people have seen it change yes. from like an animal to human, or like human to animal. That's weird. Yeah. Shapeshifters. We should do something on those. Yes. Yeah, but they say that stretch of roads just haunted all it's up and just down. Cursed. Yeah, there's so many legends, so many stories. We're gonna go to that place, Lexi. Have a picnic at the gates. We what? should. Psych. <laughs> no, we do, and then we leave like a goat or something, and see what happens. Oh wow, you want to, you want to <laughs> kill goats now? You no, sicko. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> We're not trying to. Uh... <laughs> no, that is like weird that it's just like one stretch of road. But I mean, if it's like anything to do with that house, then you know. Yeah. Okay. So I'm doing. I know we said we were going to stay in the U.S. for a little bit, but I decided I had to venture out a little bit. Yeah, see, she always cheats and goes ahead. She tells me not to, but then she's like, oh, by the way, I'm going over Italy today. So I'm going to do Ontario, Canada. This is... Hey, we got some downloads from Ontario. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> so I can do some stuff where other people are from, not just from the U.S. Okay. So this is the Century Manor uh, Insane Asylum. What do you know? Lexi's doing another asylum. I actually haven't done some of these in a while. Mm -mm. I've been doing other places. Okay, so that's yeah. there if you want to look it up. Okay, so this place was originally named for the, like, it was originally made for the people with, like, alcohol issues. Um, they used to call Alcoholics. them um, inbreds, I guess is, like, the actual true name. No one calls them now I don't think anymore, unless, like, you're, like, that person that likes to use, like, that kind of vocabulary. But for the most part, no one does that anymore. They call it alcoholics inbred? That's what, yeah, back then. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. That's messed up. You're inbred, for real. Yeah, if you had wow. alcohol problems. Wow. But, and then it, it ended up being, like, a, a mental health place, which, a.k.a. asylum, but they thought the people who had alcohol problems had mental health issues just because of, like, how they were, like, when they walked and stuff. Because they were drunk. <laughs> oh, my. What? I was like, when I read that, I was like, um, that's the alcohol talking. <laughs> you don't know how they are when they, like, oh my God. are normal. So they made it for that. They were, like, did it to, like, experiment on drunks. Well, in 1887... Basically, a decision was made to then home, like, the lunatics um, because, you know, and there was too many drunk people, apparently, so, like, they did kind of a bit of both. Well, so this a place... A bunch of inbreds. <laughs> yeah. This place opened up in March of 1876, um, and it was a 529 acre, acres <laughs> in um, Hamilton. It's... That's... It's... I'm going to say Hamilton because it's like has like own property sort of. Oh. So just it's in Ontario though, but anyway. 
Um, and there's like five other buildings around it that have their own name. <laughs> so that's, we're throwing out a lot of names today. Anyway, basically this place was another place that was just like self-sufficient, had its own farm, cattle, chickens, pigs, had a garden, a bakery, and a butcher shop. So mm. like never had to go into town for anything. Well, the, butcher. the initial capacity was 202 patients. And there was like three houses for the east building, which is this one we're talking about. Um, and the east building was built November 1st of 1884. Is that it? Yes. That place is huge. Yeah. I've noticed that like other places, like in other countries, they have some huge Assane Islands. Like they look like castles. Yeah, this looks like a castle. It's three stories tall. Um. But whenever they uh, did the initial capacity of the East Building, it only was able to hold 60. Then they went up to 202. So, like, they were working their way up. Well, like I said earlier, there was <clears throat> um, three houses. Well, so the Barton Building, that one could only go to 300 patients. And so could the Orchid House, which is another one. And those, I believe, were all within, like, the same... Um, area? This, like, yeah, area. Like but in a block. I could be wrong about that. I think they were all in the same area. But, okay, the East Building slash the Century Mayor Insane Asylum place, um, they first let, like, the, uh, like, you just walk around and everything. Well, then eventually, you know, <laughs> they changed that. They were like, we're just going to torture patients. Well, mm. um... So, you know how, like, today you have to have, like, a doctor's note basically to do anything? Yeah. <laughs> well, back then, you know how it was, like, if your parents didn't want you a science Oh, yeah. If stick in there. Whatever. Like, you didn't have to have a doctor's note. Well, um, they also ended up housing the most criminally insane. So, you know, you got stuck with murderers, <laughs> too. Wow. Well, and then eventually, also, I found out... They had like um, a sewing room and a poultry shop. They had a powder house. They had a fire hall. They had a, I don't think this one's true, but I mean, it could be. I don't know. They had a skating rink, a curling rink. I don't know what that is. I think it's a curling rink. Yeah, I think it's a, a curling rink. I think that's like a sport. I'm not positive. Oh. I think the sport. Um, they had like a bowling. Um, green area thingy and they had like a tennis court not too sure on like that stuff but also I don't know how the Santa Asylums run in Canada or did <laughs> I don't know if they're any different from here so like I mean if you're in Ontario and like you know about this place please feel Take free some to pictures <laughs> send them to us yeah and also please feel free to fix any like stuff I'm not saying right because like um, okay, so in September 30th of 1887, they had 625 beds available. Um, so it went from 60 to almost 700. So, like, it was <laughs> pretty big. Well, it kept on going up and up and up. Well, by 1909, they had to get beds for uh, 1,200 patients. Jesus. The place so, wasn't built for that many people. No, it wasn't. 
So overcrowded very, very much. Well, and in 1902, they had, like, established, like, nursing and stuff like that. Like, more care for them, but, like, like for the nursing programs and stuff, like, they still didn't get it. But it was also, they had, like, a school thing just for the asylums. And they graduated, like, almost 300 nurses. But the people that worked there didn't last long because the thing closed down in um, 1956. Wow. So, like, well, okay. So there are some deaths that I'm going to go over along with, like, you know, the ghosty stuff. So there is this one death. Um, I don't remember if it's a girl or a boy, but um, we will see. Okay. So the first death is um, Bridget English. Um, is she English? I'm going to say she. I don't know if it's a bird girl. I'm pretty sure it is, but, like, you never know. Okay. So... This person was very suicidal. And, like, back then, you know how stuff was for that. So, she was found repeatedly, like, to be creating, like, nooses out of anything, like, to hang herself with, which is, like, very sad. Well, so she was cut down once. Like, she was basically, like, code blue. Like, they cut her down and saved her. Well, on November 10th of 1887... She used a knitting cotton and sta uh, steam pipes while attendants were distracted. Um, they guess she used that to like make it and do like hang yourself with. It oh didn't God. go into like description, <laughs> but like back then, how they would do that versus now, yeah, you know. Um, basically, like the attendants around her room, they're like supposed to be watching her, were distracted, and she um killed herself. Well, they cut her down, and, you know, she was far gone. So she is supposedly one of the ghosts that haunts it. Well, then, on August 1st of 1911, um, a fire broke out of the fourth, the fourth floor of one of the other buildings, but it was still, like, in this unit thing. So some of the patients, like, jumped into the flames. Wow. And then eight people died... And then it destroyed one of the main buildings. I thought that was crazy, but like I mean, that is nuts. It didn't Why would they help. Do that. Well, it didn't help. Like they weren't getting the proper um, treatments. They were getting all these um, experiments done. Half of them might have already been like cuckoo in the head, and they, you know, weren't getting the help they needed. And then. Or, you know, some of them might have been just been like, I want to die. Look, and, here's, a, some, here's the conditions. Oh, yeah. Like, oh it's God. it's awful. So, well, the asylum is owned by the government of Ontario. And it was like that until the November 2000. Then the ownership was transferred to St. Joseph's Healthcare in Hamilton. Um, so, basically, another hospital thing owns it. Well, it's been vacant since 1995. Um, 2015, the property was for sale. I don't know if anybody bought it because that's the most recent thing I could find on it. Um, they said that the old um, the old infirmary remains, and like you can still see like I guess like blood spotches and the hey. tools all out and stuff. Well, and I mean, obviously, it's haunted. They didn't really say what happens, but I mean, like, let alone the history and, like, the tragedies that happen, they say, like, the spirits are trapped and stuff. So, 
you know. But I thought that was pretty, not cool, but you know how I am about my yeah. asylums. So, you know. Um, but yeah, you guys should go look up pictures. And then if you're the folks from Canada and you know about this place, let us you know. can send us pictures or let us know about it or whatever. Just, uh, you know. Fill it. Tell us about it. Were you about to say fill us in or something? Yeah. Okay, what do you got for us, Daddy-o? I've got, this is from Delaware, Mr. Chu. Mr. Chu. Yep. Samuel Chu was a respected man. He was the chief of justice in the state, uh, in the state back in the uh, colonial days. Still, even back then, there was bullies. So these bullies would make fun of him because his name was uh, Chu. So every time, you know, they'd walk, he'd walk by or something, they'd go, Ah, Chu, ah, you know, laugh about it. Yeah. Well, he hated it so much that they say his ghost still haunts people that say, uh, Chew, uh, I chew like that, and he appears, and he uh, he appears in his robe and when the white wig, because that's how they dress back then. Mm -hmm. He appears in that, and uh, where did I go? Lost my place again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Appears in his robe and his wig, and then uh, he just scares you. He don't touch you or nothing. They say. He was the chief justice until he died in 1743. Wow. After after the haunting started, they had a funeral for the uh, ghost in Dover's Green, laying his spirit down in a... Uh, native. Oh, a native grave. Wow. So I I've always said a chew, but that's never happened to me. But <laughs> like I mean I don't know what kid doesn't go like a chew whenever they sneeze. Yeah, well these but, were adults, man, grown men well, picking on um, them, and it pissed him off, and it made him mad because he was because back then yeah I mean he was the uh, justice. That's kind of like he was the sheriff in town. So yeah, that and is. And they didn't show him any respect or nothing. They just. Achoo. Ah, choo. Well, oh my god, that's mean. Well, hopefully, you guys don't go achoo or like whatever, because he might come back to haunt yeah. you. He might come <laughs> back. He might be like, I've had enough. Enough so. of the damn sneezing jokes. Oh, yeah. Dude, I've sneezed like six times today. My allergies are so much. Hope you didn't say I choose. I don't anymore. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be doing another, like, asylum, sanitarium, psychiatric center, whatever you want to call it. Um, but this one is in British... British? British. <laughs> British Columbia. <laughs> Excuse me, I cannot <laughs> British, talk. British, British Columbia. <laughs> but... Um, we had some folks listening to us there, so... Oh, yeah. Wanted to cover that, too. And I couldn't find, like, a lot of history on this. So, um, if you are from that area, just, uh, and you know this place, you know, you know what to do. Just DM us and let us know what you guys know about it. Give so, us a holla mala. <laughs> okay, so this is the Tranquil 
sanitarium, I think that's how you say it. Okay, yeah. so this place was built in 1907, and it was originally there to treat, uh, treat patients with TB until 1958. Then it was an institution for the mentally disabled until 1983, when I think it was abandoned and, you know, left. <laughs> well, they have multiple buildings, like its own facility, and they have a lot of tunnels that connect underneath, like, connecting all the buildings together so that's all the history <laughs> wow you did a lot of research on that i tried i really couldn't find that much and i don't use wikipedia because anybody can edit it yeah so like i really honestly couldn't find that much but i found more ghost stuff than i found history huh so um people say like whenever you visit it they feel like this eerie like dark depressing feeling and then, apparently, you can see this mom crying for her child on the 6th and 8th floors. And you can hear voices of people or, like, kids playing in the children's ward or, like, in the main entrance. And also, you can see, like, bright orbs, not with, like, with your camera, but, like, also with your eyes, like, at the entrance. So, and then they also say that, like, the tunnels are, like, filled with like lonely voices and cries so basically the tunnels are like really really creepy and they do tours so that's another stop on our hmm. many many places we gotta go but i'm gonna do another story because that one really is short yeah and so, this last one i have is kind of short so i don't think we're gonna be doing a full hour today it's all good i think i'm gonna start doing instead of three stories i'm just gonna go four that's fine so don't you ever find me that's fine okay so hope the ghost gets you <laughs> don't put that juju on me okay so yeah. this is a crook tunnel in benson arizona okay so this place was built in 1902 and then in june of 1905 there was a huge rock slide like in this tunnel Okay, before I go to in, this tunnel is like a train tunnel. It took me a minute to remember what it was, but it's a train tunnel. What's so, it called? Crook tunnel. Like, Crook? Yeah. Um, so, on June of 1905, uh, there's a rock side in the tunnel. Well, um, the rocks like barely hit the train, and the train was going to Arizona. The large part of the rock... Um, of the earth slide like slid down the track and it blocked the train's passage like didn't hit the train at all like it barely scratched it but it blocked the tunnel well so the tunnel was stuck in this dark dark tunnel I just said that tunnel you know what I mean the train was stuck in this tunnel like you know with all these people in it you know just so it people had to come and fix it and like get the rocks out of the way well then in 1912, this guy named Henry, he was killed. He was run over by a train in the tunnel. Mmm, lovely. Yeah. Um, his body was found that evening. Um, his arms and legs were, like, broken, and one was almost completely severed. Ugh. Yeah. Witnesses said that he was a little drunk. <laughs> so, like, that might explain why he was, like... I don't, it doesn't explain, like, what he was doing, but, like, it does help. Yeah. I said that he was ran over between 8.30 and 9.30 p.m. 
And now the tunnel is abandoned, you know? I wonder so, why. Yeah. Well, people say they could feel the cold spots and stuff. And then they hear voices. And not just voices, like the dismembered ones, too. Oh, yeah. Like the ones you cannot make out. And then they hear, see. <laughs> I almost said hear. Yeah. They hear yeah. apparitions. They see apparitions and shadows. Which, I mean, when you get dragged down a tunnel and die, <laughs> I don't blame you for wanting to haunt the place. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I laugh at horrible stuff. I'm a, I la I'm a awkward person laugher. That's why the ghosts always chase you. <laughs> I laugh at horrible They're gonna be times. like, you're gonna be going, how'd you die? And they're gonna tell you, and you're gonna start laughing, and they're gonna chase you. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> okay, what's yours? Oh, yours is the um. The night watches. Yeah. <clears throat> this is from Hawaii. Hawaii. Ooh, we have listeners yeah. from Hawaii. Hawaii. Hmm. <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii, don't we? We got <laughs> listeners from Hawaii. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> We're supposed to be trying to scare these people and tell scary stories. And I'm over here. I can't. <laughs> Okay, you just right. continue. The Night Marchers are the ghosts of centuries-old warriors who still roam, the, roam and haunt the uh, islands today. They only appear at special days honoring the different Hawaiian gods throughout, their, throughout the spirits of the dead. Soldiers rise from the ocean and march in groups together at the... Uh, Sacred spot or the battlegrounds throughout the uh, island throughout the island chain. They are said to be the size of humans. They are in battle gear and have their weapons. So that'd be kind of creepy to see that in the middle of the night. Yeah, that would. In the middle of the night, you're chilling there, sitting in Hawaii, like. Yeah, I'm just chilling with a drink. What the hell is that? Yeah, that would be. I'd be I like, would be like, I'm tripping. I think I've had too much to drink. It's only one drink, honey. I don't care. I'm you, seeing they put, people. They tap my drink. There's something in it. <laughs> but I'm not done yet. The uh... Oh, and they hover above the, gr above the ground. They don't walk. Oh, so they float. Yeah. <laughs> they don't walk. They march in the dark until sunrise. Then they return to the sea and wait for the next celebration of the gods. You know what that reminds me of? Like they, the sea part, freaking Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they say, too, if a man looks at one of these things, they'll be forced to join the uh, group forever. This is like a different version of Medusa. Instead uh -huh. of looking at her and turning to stone, stone. you, uh, you have stuck to join. For life. <laughs> Oh, you're going to be a part of my club now? Gosh. Wow. <laughs> I looked at you, I guess. Huh. Just walk around with your eyes closed. It's fine. Well, you got one more, maybe? I have a lot more. I got y'all. It's okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't realize mine were so short. It's okay. I always come prepared. But uh, this is our last episode of August. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a little I, Oh, we can thing. talk about that if you want. Towards the end, yeah. We have something to talk to you guys about towards the end. But I got to do something. She got to do, do. I 
I gotta do a few more stories to at uh, least one more. Get us over the thirty-minute hump. Hump. I like how you did that. Okay, so this is. I did not write where this is down. I mean, I cannot talk today. No, I you did can't. not write where this is from. Well, I'm pretty sure if you type it on the computer, you can tell us. This is the Annie Little Elementary School, aka the Devil School. Okay, this place opened in 1918, and also there is a 1950 fire we gotta talk about, so look forward to that. Okay, so this place opened in 1918, and it served students until the 1950s. Well, it closed down because of the construction on highways um, I-95 and I-10. Uh, so it was condemned in 1971. Well, there's a little rumor about what was going on behind the scenes of the school. Well, the janitor apparently used to take students down to the boiler room and burn them alive. One day, this one of the students apparently escaped, causing an explosion. And uh, it started the 1955 fire. And people say this reminds them of the nightmare on Elm Street. You know, Ooh, besides like yeah. the nightmare part. <laughs> well, there's another rumor about the principal. The principal apparently was a cannibal. And he, she, whatever, kept kids who were like sent to detention in a meat locker in his office. Um... And they, he, the person gutted and hung them on spikes. So, you know. What the hell? Yeah. Well, in 1999, it was purchased with intentions of uh, knocking it down. But, you know, it still stands. <laughs> it's still there. We can't knock it down. So, well, I just said swell. Well, there's, like, satanic and cult activity there. Oh, man. <laughs> So, and apparently there's, like, this mumbling man who, like, he haunts the auditorium of, like, the elementary school. And you can hear strange noises and, you know, the usual, like, footsteps and stuff. The door shutting and all that. Well, the mumbling man is said to be the person that does all this. And, like, if you get close enough, he just, like, mumbles behind you. Mm. So, you know. <laughs> That's well, always fun. I, well, I looked that one up, and I was like, is this like the real life, one of the uh, Freddy Cougar life versions people? Because I've heard about another version, and we've already kind of talked about him, but I was like, that's weird. Okay, there is one that I want to talk about, but like, I'm not going to just because of how the world is right now. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. <laughs> I'll tell you about it when we get off. Okay. In five years from now, it should be okay. <laughs> yeah. The world's too... We're, we're not ready for this story, so... Alright. I'm gonna do this one. This is about the, um... Vulture Mine slash city in Arizona. Well, this place began in 1913, along with, like, a small mining town. Basically, the mining... And this, like, small area took off, so then it became a town, you know. Well, the population was, of the town was, like, several thousand, so it was, like, tiny, you know. Tiny? Well, 
they basically, like, it was tiny. They only had a brothel, a mess hall, and a post office. And, you know, like, their houses. But, like, there wasn't really that many people. So, in 1942, the mine got shut down for the first time by a regulatory agency for processing gold. So, um, they got a violation. Basically, the people that were doing it, they had, they got a violation because from what I can understand, they couldn't, like, go find gold everywhere else. They can only find gold on, like, war land. Or, like, like, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. I got really confused at this part. Like, basically, like they got in trouble. Land. For, they basically got in trouble from mining gold. How do you get in trouble from mining? Oh, you, well, if you don't have a permit or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. But they were getting in trouble because, like, they were getting more than what they just needed to, like, barely oh. get by. Well, basically, after, you know, it opened and closed a few times. <laughs> well, um, Dad... The hangman's tree, the little, little tree with the sign. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Well, this is sad. I'm not trying to offend anybody. So, 18 miners were hung from a tree for stealing gold. This was between the 1860s and the 1900s. Wow. So, um, yeah. Still my gold. Oh, hang yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Like, it was, I know they weren't all at the same time because it was within a variation of 40 years. But, like, they, it was in parentheses stealing gold. Like, and they were literally just mining somewhere they shouldn't have. <laughs> they got wow. killed for it. Um, so the paranormal activity there is high. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm pretty so. sure those miners were pissed off. I would be, too. Um, and I mean, they feel sad and odd feelings whenever, you know, people enter that area, but, um, okay, so let's, you know, get off the sad stuff. It's still a and creepy little town. It is. It's, still a, lot it's of a creepy it's town, in, but it's like small and it's like one of like the ghost towns. Yeah. A lot of it's still intact. Mm-hmm. That'd be yeah. cool. Spend the night there do a live podcast. What that's if, like, her. one of the ghosts tries to hang us? That's what we want to do eventually, everybody, is uh, do a podcast in a haunted house somewhere. I want to do Hill House right yes. now. Yes. Anyways. Okay. Let's um, talk about our Halloween stuff. Because, okay, we're done with our stories, but we this is actually perfect because we needed to talk to you guys about this Halloween stuff. So... This is going to be our last episode for August. Um, and we looked at the calendar and it works out perfectly because because <laughs> because between September and October from the 1st to the 31st, we post every Wednesday. So we have nine Wednesdays yes. to post Halloween stuff. And in September, we're going to do kind of like medium level, like just kind of like getting up there. And in Halloween, we're going to like just slamming it. Um, and we need to try to come up with like a really, really, really good special. Yes. Because September, September, special. we have part two for the Wendigo. So like we already yes. have September covered. But, but who knows if y'all are good for the Patreon fans, we could do something special for y'all. <laughs> but we do need help coming up with ideas and we just want to hear more from you guys. So like, okay, so yeah, just let us know. Yeah. 
email uh, us send something. us some not even just email like instagram facebook it's you know just follow us give it a like um i want to do like a poll thing on instagram because i don't know how to do it on facebook but i can figure yeah. it out about like what y'all would what would you guys like rather hear about or like y'all can just send me stuff and just be like hey have you heard of this this is a cool story or hey i live you know or hey this is my experience you can use it in the podcast or, like, or we just... can play would you rather for an hour they can email us and say would you rather eat an eyeball or take a spike in the eye oh yeah that's a good that would be like a good thing yeah because i'm not doing truth or dare on a podcast no we could do would, would you, you rather? rather like halloween edition yeah so that could be like an episode. Um, you know, just kind of send us some stuff for <laughs> stories. Um, we, I think that's all we got. Yeah. I know this one's a shorty, but I don't. Yeah, think sorry one about this that, short. guys. Um, um we're oh, we're not really focused on seventeen. We're more focused on the Halloween stuff. I know. Right now. Sorry, we're we excited. <laughs> um, um, don't forget, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple. Apple Podcast to be specific. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, we're on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Instagram and Twitter is South Texas Ghost. The Texas is TX, like it's abbreviated. Facebook is Ghost Stories Told from the South. And our email is Ghost Stories Told from the South at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, don't forget to hit us up. Oh, and a little sneak peek. I'm not going to give out a lot. But we are going to revisit. We already know about it, but I know you guys probably don't. Some local stuff in our own town for Halloween. And also, I'm going to be talking about some movies Oops, sorry, that are Rocco. based on sorry, a true story. Um, so that's exciting. Um, and I'm also going to be going all over the world. Not literally, but all over the world trying to get new places. So, like... UK, England, that's the same place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Same area. Um, UK, you know, Bangladesh, Ireland, you know, Ireland. everybody that subscribed to us, we're pretty much trying to get one place from each. One good place from each. Yeah. So, well, that's not a chat. I've been trying to tell them about Patreon now sorry. for 5 minutes. <laughs> sorry. And then when I start, yeah, I I got a We've been doing a lot of stuff on Patreon. We got a Patreon page. It's a booth podcasting incorporated. So look that up. We got you Podbean, find us. but we got Podbean too. But uh, on Patreon, we're starting to to uh, put videos and stuff on there. Oh yeah, because you guys were always like, "Oh my God, we're looking at our computer." We're like, "Like I yeah. talk a lot with my hands." You guys can see what we look like. Not only that, you get but some like behind just, the scenes yeah. stuff. Because we turn it on the camera on as yeah. we're setting up. So you and, get behind um, the scenes stuff. Get more of like who we are and stuff, and yeah. you know, see some of our pictures on there. And then too, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. We've been sticking videos on there, and if you go to the Patreon and become a member, or become one of our members, you can go on there and get our uh, series a day before it comes out on Spotify. Yep. And everything else. So that's another behind the feature you'll get. If you pay the $5 membership, you get the, the early releases a day before they come out for the regular folk. 
you get to see our videos we do and the behind the scenes stuff so mm-hmm. oh <laughs> so i'm gonna promote myself for a minute okay so mine and my sister's podcast you know we've been working on it like really really hard we're trying to get instagram and all that going um it's what's really out there by lexi and stephanie well i think y'all should check it out we basically cover like conspiracy theories and mandela effects unsolved murders and mysteries the next few pod or not podcasts like the next few episodes coming out are of me stephanie and my friend michaela and then after that, we're going to switch to me and my dad and Stephanie. And then, like, this is a podcast that's going to have, like, a guest for every episode, pretty much. Because Stephanie's 10, and she doesn't really know how to, like, talk on her own and on a microphone. To basically she to an audience. She needs somebody there to poke her along. Yeah. But um, we don't really know anybody that's, like, permanent yet. So we're just going with the flow. So. Y'all should check that one out. That one comes out every Tuesday, and right now we are just available on, I think, Google Play and Spotify and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but we are trying to get on more stuff, like I said, and just opening it up. But we will let you guys go. Sorry that this one was, like, not as interesting, but we are kind of (laughs) more excited for Halloween. So, anything you want to add? I don't know. Every time I try to. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our other podcast, Texas, uh, Borderline Texas Trash. And uh, you guys uh, want to say thank you, too. Uh, We got like almost 300 downloads from you guys. Oh, So keep it up. Keep downloading. And uh, guys, you'll be very good now. And don't be too scared when you go to bed tonight. Watch out for the boogeyman monsters under your bed. Bye, guys. See you later.